You muted me when I unmuted me and I was going to hit a no. I was oh. going to all the way in and I was going to kill it and Travis yep. would have had to sat there and be like, nah, yep. I need to leave the podcast tonight for a second. Pudding went <laughs> so you ruined you know it Travis is going to beat Pudding. You know Travis is going to beat us. She's another no, week yeah. or two and she'll leave us for Don't Stop Me, son. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One of their ones. Yeah. yeah. She, know, she already knows I was number one on the old track. Okay, <laughs> okay. Let's give it, let's give it just because she was. She was. <laughs> anyway, good evening all and welcome to tonight's Hiya. We have Alcalio, we have Putin, we have yes. Travis, Hi. and me, of course, me, Daya. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've got to get in there quick. I've got to get in there before it goes to anything else. I was really fascinated with the conversation in the podcast that Al Stalio had with, what do you call him? Nigel, what is Nigel. His name? Yes, Nigel. Now, I thought that <laughs> Al Stalio was asking a question, but he worded it wrong. Okay. He should have said, when you were growing up or at any point in your life, did you want to have what the white people had because i feel that's the way it should have been worded it wasn't a case of you wanted to be white you just wanted to have what they had because it did seem like they were getting it all yeah. and that's why we we wanted what they had it wasn't because we wanted to be that color because i'll give you an example when i can remember being as young as six and seven and um, I used to dance on the bed and put a towel on my head like I had long hair yeah. because I saw it on TV. It wasn't I because I wanted that. to be white. It wasn't because I wanted to be white. It was because I wanted what they had, the long white hair, the long yeah. hair. Anyway, That's what it was. Yes, yeah, so I know you're splashing that towel, my dear. No, I, I, I remember that I day. Splashing that, that towel, and I had broomsticks singing with it. Yeah, <laughs> you still remember but, uh, that. But back when you was little, wasn't the majority of people in the music industry black anyway? Hold on a second. No, 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 because it was black and white TV we had, so I couldn't see the color. That's the point. No, it was, it was, it was the same as it is today, where it was always the Caucasian people who was at the forefront. It was never about black people, to be honest. Yes, we had the um, the Jackson Five cartoon, but we also had the Osmond Show, which was equal, and that was the white white version of the Jackson Five. You know, we we had those we were listening to, and all the the artists, the um the pop stars were in the forefront. Were majority white anyway. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I think what I was was trying what I was trying to get at is because we um because we kind of touched on it a week before, and I was like, you know, Nigel obviously is a host in the back office Monday or Tuesday podcast. 
he said it never felt like he wanted to be white. And I was like, that's not possible. I don't think there's anybody. Alfalio, it's possible. Definitely possible. He may not have wanted to be white, but somewhere along the line, no offense, Nigel, if you're listening, you would have wanted what the white person had. You wanted to be on the same status. You wanted to be just as important as they were. Mm. Equal and yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And I think that's I brought that. Did I bring that up in the podcast? Did I say there must have been some point where you wanted to be on that level? You know, it's not. It yeah. It's not possible. It's not possible to go through your life like bombarded with white supremacy and white is right and all this stuff and and not feel like. I mean, if I was that color, I would have been. I would have. I would be all right. People, yeah, they would have. Majority of people would have felt that way. Yeah. Oh. They would have, because if you felt like you know you were definitely a second rate or a low life, because you yeah. were always treated so differently and yeah. so unfairly. I mean, in the schools, even if you were as clever as as your white counterpart, you were always pushed to do sports. I'll yeah. never forget that. You're all you're better at the sports. I was one of the top intelligent people in my class, but because I was the fastest runner in the whole <laughs> of the school out of the girls, I was always pushed that way. You know, they would never encourage the intel- intellectual side of me. It was always the spot, sport side. Mm. You mean, know, so, to, yeah. Not to deny, there's always probably the odd person who's like, no, I'm going to be who I am and I'm happy. But I don't think you've got that power up. Like you said, at six years old, seven years old, I don't think you got that power. I'm looking at my You're daughter very now. Yeah. yeah my, my daughter wants, why girl? Yeah. <laughs> white girl, she wants the long hair. She feels like the Barbie dolls. You know, she wants all yeah. this look. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with this kid? But that's just that's normal. What, yeah, it's normal because they are surrounded by the majority of Caucasian mm. and that's where it's come from. Mm. No, I think it, even even in, for instance, in an African, uh, one of the African countries, if they've got access to the European TV, Which they do. do strive to want to be like hey, the look white at, person look at, too. Look at, look at in Thailand, these places, the Asian countries, they bleach yeah. Look, even in Jamaica, they bleach their skin. They yeah, want to be white. Yeah. They want what? to be white. So I couldn't. Uh, that's why I said I can't understand that. There's, there's not that. I mean, maybe in America, if you get, if you get the kids early and you indoctrinate them quickly to tell them, look, you know, but they're still gonna have that feeling of, you know, ah, oh, actually being white would be easier. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're right. I should have, I should have worded it differently. And the, yeah. I think that's probably where the misunderstanding was. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I agree with yeah. you, Madea. Because as I say, they probably didn't want to be. Why? But they wanted to be equal. That's the one. That's the one. I'm sure we've, like you said, even I've had that thought. Me Once too. I, if I was white, I'd get this. Or if I was mm. white, I probably would have got that. Yeah. <laughs> and you do think it doesn't yeah. mean you automatically want to change your colour. You just want that's to me. have the same. The same thing. Yeah. So, Didn't exactly. I want to change my colour though at one stage, Medea? Yes, I've got you, to you still. <laughs> Let no, me it's go not back. that way at all, Astalia. No, no, no. Yeah. One no there's only one person. There. There's only one person who's transitioning to white, and every now and again it completes and then goes back and then completes. <laughs> me <laughs> naming no names. Not you. you not know. you. Definitely not, not you. <laughs> no, no, no. With pudding, what it was is um, we'd come back to Birmingham after living in Rugby. Uh, uh. I put her in the school in ghetto and when the first day she was there when I came to pick her up the teacher came to me and said your daughter was very distressed and crying a lot and when I asked what the problem was she said she didn't want to be around all the black people <laughs> no <laughs> it's uh, that 
The thing is, I can't even remember that. I really can't remember that. <laughs> must have been that traumatised, guys. I must have been that traumatised. And I'll tell you for why. In all fairness, before anybody thinks that she's a coconut, it's not because she's a coconut. It's because she was brought up in areas where it was majority white, to be honest. And they do act slightly differently. Yes, you have the chavy ones, but they the schools that she went to in rugby, you can imagine she did go to a nice nursery and whatnot, and then to transform from that and go into a ghetto school where a lot of the children had, you know, it's unfair to say, but it is reality. A lot of the children are quite roughnecks. Not all, but this is what it was not a ghetto. It is going to be shocking to the system if that's not what you're used to. So I think that is where the trauma came in. And I'm sorry okay. if anybody's offended, but I did live in ghetto, so I know there are quite a few roughnecks. So don't go up in arms that yeah. with the body. And I've lifted the posh areas, so I know. I can't yeah, speak. And also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, uh, I think I think Puddy's got a case of nigrophobia. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, maybe back then. Back then. <laughs> Maybe back then. Maybe, again, like, technically, maybe back then. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, though, I think that's, a, that's something that not a lot of black people have, but I think there is some sections of black people do have that problem though that in all fairness it. in all fairness before you go any further we've got to remember this was a four or five year old child so we can't actually judge her yeah, on that you've got to look at it that she was moved from a, a, a posh white school into a ghetto black school there's a big difference so it would tra- it traumatize me having to see some of those mothers looking like they want to eat me or beat me up oh my god <laughs> oh. and we are it's talking many moons ago so go ahead. <laughs> Going back into the 90s. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh God, yeah. topics. Of course, we have topics. We have topics. Of course, we have this. This is the one where I want Al Stalio to start by answering. Thank you. Right. Is it right for parents to put their children into modeling and expose them what? to social what? media, such as then? Instagram pages, <laughs> etc., if the children are too young to agree to it or if they are not interested? You know, I ain't doing nothing. Okay, here's yeah, the story, I mean... everyone. Everybody's listening. I decided I got a very beautiful young son and it um, gets quite a lot of oh, attention, obviously. Yeah. yeah. It gets a lot of attention. So, and there's obviously, there's a girl who's approached me and she's like, she wants to do a shoot with him. So yeah. I took the initiative to say, you know what, I'm going to put him an Instagram page up. So just in case she does a shoot with him and tries to like get the first glory, she doesn't. Yeah. We already know that this yeah. kid exists and that, and I have the control over what happens with him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I do this, and of course, <laughs> I, I present the idea to my family, mem- various family members, and some of them agree and some of them don't agree. Um, oh, me, I, I, I think the thing is, I think it depends on your level of fear, and that's what I think it comes down to. Fear. I don't. Uh, have... I'd like to touch on this. I'd like to touch on this. Because I remember watching a documentary once where this woman was doing it with her son, and but she was controlling just like Estalia was controlling everybody. She was actually the photographer. Mm. The designers would send her the stuff, and she'd make sure her son was in an environment and a safe setting, and she just done it as like he's playing. Yeah, and with with the camera, obviously. So. Yeah. If you put in them protocols, I could think there shouldn't be any harm. Yeah. It could be very successful because that's how many people these days are being noticed. You have to have some kind of social media platform out there 
to catapult you into the eyes of everybody watching. So mm. if you can get some success out of this while he's young, you can get some money, put you down for his education his when education, he's older, yeah. uni, stuff yeah. like that. That's, so that's I don't, kind I don't of bland. see why there would be any any issues with doing that, especially. Oh, I do. Well, I see there could right be there. issues. I, I, yes, <laughs> calm yourself, calm yourself. <laughs> but you've got to remember as well that yes, they may not be interested, but if you sell it to them in the right way, and you don't sort of impose it that you 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 intruding on their playtime or well, you can you can use it as playtime. That could mm. be you, you could use that as a bonding session for you and your son. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's there's many advantages, I think, more than disadvantages. A lot of disadvantages too. The only advantage you can see in that is just money. There's no other no, I advantage. Money. I said no, no, I said that's the only advantage in it is money. Because A, if a child is shoved into it three or four years old, they know nothing. So you are paving their future in a way they may not have wanted if you get what I mean, it's the same as when a child is forced to go to church because they're three and four, they think that's the way to go. So they've not actually made a decision for themselves. They're being coerced and pushed into a direction that may not have been for them. So when well, they've got, no, 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 the, the yeah. thing it's taught, the damage will be done because that's what they've been taught. So they don't know any better. So let's give it an example. This is the negative side. I'm not saying all. I'm just giving you a negative side to look at. When that child's growing up, what have they learned from modeling and social media attention? Oh, I'm, I'm the best in the looks because it's nothing else. You're only the best in looks. What else are you going to bring to the table when that's no longer of any importance? You've made that the main source for them. Your looks is what's going to carry you. That's the main thing you're teaching them. Remember, you're not teaching them something else because modelling is not about learning to be a pilot or learning to be a doctor. It's just about your looks and using that to get money. So that's where I'm coming from when I say that's the negative side of it. So that's why I said, is it right if a child doesn't understand what they're being brought into? Remember, it's the parents who's creating their career, not them. So this is the the angle I'm coming from. So that's the negative side. As I say, uh, Travis has just said the positives, which is really just the money, and your looks can get also, you everywhere. Also, it remember, could actually yeah, go on. It could open up opportunities for many oh. other things as well, because not all people have been models and just for main models. Yes, I Some know. People have gone on to successful careers in other areas. So yeah, this this could be just the footing into the door of anything you want to do. Because all right, then for instance, he grows up at three. He says he's making some money. Yeah. He gets to a certain age. Say he wants to become a pilot. How yeah. much, mm-hmm. you know how much it is to put a pilot through school? Quarter of a million. Yeah, a lot of money. It's a yeah. lot of money. So yeah. if you've got that money in the bank tucked away because he's earned it before mm-hmm. he was even old enough to earn it, yeah. you're winning. You're, you're yes, investing in it. You are investing in your child's future. But I agree. If, if it's done in the right way. Yeah. And obviously, if Estelio is going to be the dadder, let me ask Al Stalio this. All right, say you do do this and he just became successful for a year or two and he's doing well and there's chances for him to get another five years out of it. What happens when that child decides this isn't something I like anymore. I don't want to do it. But yet, 
there's brilliant opportunities coming up. Say, for instance, a deal coming up, and there's gonna give they're gonna give him a million pounds or a million dollars, whatever. But mm. this child is now saying, I don't like this, I really don't want to be doing this. <laughs> but you've seen that million dollars, million pounds. How are <laughs> that, you gonna work around it, Alf Dalio? This guy's this guy's put out like you're under contract. Maybe I should have phrased it differently. The contract is there, but it hasn't been signed yet. Trust me, hey, trust me, when anyone calls in a million and a million dollar contract, I don't care. So you don't listen, we're talking, to, we're talking a life changing sum of money here. So it's gonna, it's gonna, as long as he's not gonna do anything against this, like, you know, no, 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 if he's just gonna take some pictures, no, trust no, me, no, he's gonna be taking those pictures for a million. And it's gonna be anything that, illicit. You any no longer, I'll tell you, you are no longer looking at your child's Wait, mental stop, and emotional well being, you are now seeing just the dollar signs. Yo, come on, Allah, a, million, Allah. a million bucks. You bring out some extreme examples, really. You know, you've got to, you always look at you always look at the best case scenario and the worst case scenario. Right, look, I okay. believe that. Let me let I me, believe you look at the both. Let me start off from the off. Go on. Then. Um, I only started the Instagram page for him. Rocks and super for anyone who's looking out. Uh, he won't. He won't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Unfortunately, he won't add anybody. As, he won't follow anybody because I'm controlling yeah. it. Yeah. So first of all, anyone who writes will go through me anyway, and I won't write anyone back actually unless i thoroughly um yeah, vet them they'll be vetted and i'll find out who they are and if they seem like credible people then i will uh, make contact or reach out to them apart from that there is going to be no like communication between anybody all it is is he's got a page up with his pictures and that's it anyone who's interested will get find a way to get in touch with me and then they have to prove that they're legit first of all yeah. so uh, we are going to do a photo shoot soon but with this girl who i know and nothing can happen to him because of that, because I know the people personally. So that's a good. Second of all, no, they, you will never be out of my sight if there's going to be a like a photo shoot with anybody out. I wouldn't let my kids do I'm too schooled for that. So that mm. you don't have to worry about that. No one has to worry. My kid's not going to be exploited. Um, and the moment he says he doesn't want to do it, this is only a test anyway. I'm just going to see the kind of reaction he gets. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to delete the page. That's why I did it on Instagram and not Facebook. Because once yeah. you delete Instagram, everything's gone. And you can just click click one button, it's all gone. That's it. Mm. Um, so once once he gets old enough, like like he doesn't know he has one, and he'll never know he has one. All the pictures that will go up will be pictures of him that he didn't know were taken. That's it. And at some yeah. point, if it doesn't work out, the page will disappear into the, the abyss. Mm-hmm. Now, um, to answer your question, if he needs to do, like, if he gets to a certain age and he gets some success, that'd be great for his future. That money will go into an account for him. And then at some point, he'll be able to use that money. He'll have access to it. Yeah. Um, if he if he does get to a point where he's becomes aware of everything and he's, like, getting photo shoots, and then he says to me, look, I don't want to do it anymore. If there is a large sum of money, I'm going to make sure he understands that there's a large sum of money that could change everybody's life in the family. Could you? We'll ask him politely. Say, could you just do this last one? We'll give him the option. We'll give him the option. Could you? We're, we're begging him. Can we please, please do the last one? You know, it's a million pounds. We can all disappear. We can all retire after this. And, and it, the decision, the ultimate decision, will be made. Will be up to him. I'm pretty sure he would do it just because he would. We would convince him that look, this is the last one. 
yeah. everyone's to stop. It's, it's it's all his it's all his choice. Everything will be his choice at some point. We're only doing... with a bit of co- with a bit of coercion here and there. Yes, I know. Yeah, of course, we're a little bit manipulation. Yeah, yeah, mini- for million pound. Hold up that picture of Paw Patrol, man. What is what is a bit of manipulation between a million pound and it? <laughs> a million pound and a, and a couple of friends and it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he wasn't willing to sacrifice a bit of their fr- their child's mentality, you know, <laughs> the long term psychology that. Damage for a million pounds, <laughs> and most of that will go on his psychologist and psychologist to get all that money. <laughs> it's basically for me, it's just a quick in, quick out sort yeah. of thing. If, if it works out, it, I don't think it's you know, like I said, let's just see, nothing's really yeah. popping, so it'll be you know, we'll see what happens. Okay, okay. It's, just a trial. it's a trial for now. So, <laughs> do you, are you okay now? You've you put to rest, you. I'm still not. I'm, I'm still not for it, but you know, it didn't, yeah, at the end of the day, each to their own. The thing is, I'm like I said, I, I'm not. I'm not really for it myself, to be fair. But I think that if people, I think there's there's been a few people have been like, you should put him into modeling. You should put him into modeling. And there's people now asking me to take photo shoots with him and stuff. And like don't I said, worry, that, don't worry. The, the child traffic is because look. Yeah. He looks like the kind of kid you'd see in the United Colors of Benetton, yeah. Gap, them kind mm, of... H&M even, and even, stuff like that. Yeah, Gucci, even those guys, because of his, his look, he's got an unusual look. And yeah. yeah. I think, while well, you've got the opportunity to make something off that unusual look, do it? Because you don't yeah. know, he could reach five in his head, turn brown and... Yeah, yeah that's it. normal. I'm not yeah. going to lie, though, he has that effect. Yeah, yeah, so do he it. He does. Do it. Anyone that I've shown, are like, oh, look, look, look at him. And they're like, oh, wow, he's beautiful. He's like, look at his hair. He's so yeah. smiling. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, like super, super I'm Aryan. Yeah. Aryan, yeah. Aryan blonde hair, man. It's like yeah. blonde hair. It's I'm, I'm, beginning, I'm beginning to sweat. I'm getting all stressed. I'm having all sorts of things here. I'm scared. <laughs> well, I knew somebody, not naming any names, who, yeah. whose kid was only like probably a week old. And, and they had an um, Instagram page. Oh, you notice how quick it came down, though? I don't know. Was it a I don't year think or two after? Is it still there? No, it's not. Because it was taken down because um, apparently, I think she felt pedos were following the page and um, some things were being said that put her off. And I says, I told you, exposing your children to social media, pedophiles are us. The thing I is, you've got, you've got a certain you've level of control, very, though, very of people yeah. who add you and people who, you know, you don't have yeah. to add people or accept people uh, or even com- communicate with anybody. To me, like yeah. I said, his profile is there. If people want to add and follow, they can do it. Mm-hmm. If not, it doesn't matter. But anyone who tries to get in communication with me, they'll be thoroughly vetted beforehand. Yeah. Before I even reach out to them, I'll look on their page. I'll find out who they are, doing internet search, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, no one has to worry. I'm not getting into com- you know communication with anybody. Yeah. Somebody said this in the show I was watching today. Don't trust the Romans just because they bought gifts. Exactly. Yeah. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Exactly. One of them ones. Don't. So you know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Exhausted. What's the next topic? Do we have another topic? There is there is one more topic. Um me and I've, um yeah. Do you want something. to try one, Travisy? Go on. I've go got one, yeah. yesterday, on. my um one of my sisters. No, my union sisters was on the news yesterday. Yeah. Oh, really? And, and she, yes, Donna Guthrie. Shout out to Donna Guthrie if she ever hears this. And she, it was in regards... <laughs> Sorry, 
I'm just being shown the picture by one of my PAs. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, back to the song. Yeah, and um, her speech was about the BAME community, especially women of the black community, being disadvantaged when they visit the GP and then feeling like they're not being looked after fully or their concerns are not taken seriously and brushed under the carpet and they're just not getting the same treat- treatment or good as treatment as their white counterparts. Mm-hmm. And I and, and that actually touched the nerve with me because I've, all, I've actually always felt that when I go to the doctors because she even says that they've got um, an old opinion where they think black people are strong and that they don't really need as much care and help as, again, their British counterparts. Mm-hmm. And, and and I was thinking, there's a few occasions I've been to the doctors and I don't feel that they do take you seriously because mm-hmm. you never see them, all right then, they send you for their standard um, blood tests and whatever, but they don't ever follow up with it or try and solve your problem. Travesty. And I don't know. I don't know if anybody else has ever felt like I, that. The doctor. I've experienced that. Sorry, mm. sorry. I Carry don't on. think. I think. I don't particularly believe it could be a black woman thing. I think right. it's age thing. And the reason okay. why I say that is they don't take young people's illnesses as seriously as they should do, because their mentality back then was. Young people heal. Young people don't have this and that. They do now, but back then they didn't look at it that way. So I feel like they still have a bit of way to go. To I think you'll find that the younger doctors will take you more seriously than the older ones. The older ones do treat younger generation more flippantly when it comes to their health. I don't mm-hmm. know why that is, but they do. Because I feel like... When you hit a certain age, they are more concerned for your health than anything. And they do follow up. I find that. You know, so I think it's more of an age thing. You know, know, I'm not saying it isn't true what you're saying, but I do feel the need to sort of expand on that a bit and do research it a bit. And I think they are the running of the running um, inquiry. Yeah. At the moment, the government inquiry. Okay. See if if anybody else obviously is gonna t- do some surveys with the band community, yeah, and see how they felt and if it's f- further out and, because and people are experiencing you know more than it, we think. Travesty, you know what I find it to be um uh, a bit confusing as well because the majority of doctors tend to be Asian or of not of a an English, you know, they they you tend know what? to be so. For them to be flippant, no, it, it's not that. Yeah, yeah go on. Um, go on. also spoke that it's because it's not them being flippant, it's because they actually don't know about black illnesses mm-hmm. and how we suffer different in different ways, mm-hmm. so they don't they not don't always have empathy with our culture because obviously each different nationality has different illnesses, which is within their. Obviously, demographical makeup. All yeah, blacks yeah. suffer from diabetes and this and this and that. Yeah. But how are you in the medical profession making sure 
that is not happening to us? How are you making it not happen by educating us and not making us get bad before we actually get any help? You know what I mean? Yeah, the problem is there because um, the way I'm looking at it, hearing what you've just said, Mm. there are... By breast cancer, it runs in a lot of black women's cultures. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, but why are all of us dying in the end? Because because we don't tend to go for our checkups as vigilantly there you as go. the white cancer. And they don't want us down either. They do. Could be in... I can show you letters and letters and letters I've got here. Yeah, but you have, a, like you said today, it's when you get to a certain age. But before that, they don't care. They're, mm. they're running after you at the last, what, 20 years of your life? What about yes, the, 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 the 60 years before that? You know what I mean? Is that you could have. Well, they're saying that, Donald's saying that it's more in the black community. That's why we're suffering more when it comes yeah. to the illnesses and the COVID and everything. It's because, yeah. you know what I mean? They don't really care that much about the black people. But why would they? Well, really? there you go. Because you say, because you touched on that, yes. Obviously, Asians are included in our BAME community. Mm-hmm. But only 10, 20 years ago, they looked at us as if they was on top of us as well. Yeah. They thought they was as good as the whites. So why would they so, be putting you and looking after you like they would their own or a white person they look up to? Then it's time now for the black people out there to get a lot more doctors involved, a lot more black yeah. nurses and start setting up things for black people. Yeah. And until black. that happens, we're going to suffer. Because at the end of the day, it's not like you're not it's intelligent, you know. Look how many African doctors there are out there, mm. you know. So mm. they need to get a grip and stop just working for the white man, work for everybody. Yeah. You know, don't just do that. Think about your own people. You did you say, me? yeah, what did you say? Did you say you, the, you felt you were the experienced it? Yeah, I thought I was experiencing that, what you're going through. Yeah. But, I couldn't put my finger on, is it the fact that I'm a woman? Is it the fact that I'm young? Is it the fact that I'm black? No. I just couldn't work it out for a while. Mm, but then I was thinking it's the age thing and then the sort of problems I would flag up. And I'm thinking, I've been to the doctors for multiple different um, reasons. So mm. it's definitely not that. Yeah. It's something to do with me. And then I was thinking, oh, it's my age. That's the one thing I jumped on. And then yeah. I, I'm seeing on the social media, there's a lot of... Um, young black women, older ones too, but it tend to be like, between my age and your age, that are having the complaints and having the issues, mm. you know, about, oh, you know, if they would have detected this sooner, yeah. or had um, troubles with my pregnancy, because I didn't know, obviously, because I haven't had a child on my own, I didn't know that it was so difficult for many, many black women to go through um, pregnancy and then their labour, you know? Yeah, because I don't ever... Chances for us mm. to, like, lose our lives or the baby to lose their lives and stuff. Mm. And you don't get taught those things in in school or through everyday media. You literally have to just... It just comes up by chance and you look into it a bit more. Mm. This is what they're trying to say. The the medical... um, ...haven't been educated for us. The institutionalised racism for over the years, they haven't really educated themselves for the black people at all. They've just accepted us and treating us like white people when we're not. What you need to do then is when you talk with your Bane sisters, Mm. um, they're probably already doing it, start getting classes or something where you can sort of invite the common 
black woman to come and listen so they can start looking about themselves so they can detect things and push and and ask for people who know about our illnesses to start looking at looking after us because mm. we need to play our part too yeah and then we've got to start you know standing up and being counted you know, we want this done. We're demanding mm. that our health looked after as well. And that's We're what we are doing. That you refer, uh, us to, refer us to um, get African doctors or whatever, you know, that know more about black illnesses. Mm. I think we need to play our parts too. Because you know what you're saying that, Madara, because over, yeah. over the years and years, I know people who've gone to the doctor for one thing and they're getting MRI straight away. Yeah. Thinking, oh well, that's good. I've never even been up for an X-ray. Yeah. So what's going on? Well, can't then I, you have, I know you, sometimes it, it depends on where you live, but come on. To be honest All with right. you, um, um, to be honest with you, Travis, D, you can actually demand it. Oh. You can. You don't ever think that you've got the option, though, do you? You have that option. You say, "Can I have? Can you please refer me?" Mm. You know, because um, I've got you know, as you know, the the younger the younger the youngest child of mine, she's now being offered um, scans and stuff, and she's oh. only 17, and yeah. that was offered, this was by a young doctor, now she's been through the older doctors who said nothing, and just plied her with pills till he caused yeah. a child illness, but yeah. now a young doctor said, you know what, instead of trying to treat something we don't know what's going on, let's get her referred for a scan. Yeah. You and know, that's so what we should always do. Younger doctors the doctor should be, always yeah. refer you to a specialist. Yeah. With, with whatever you got, I don't care. With what, whatever you come to the doctor's surgery complaint with, if it's not a little rash or something, yeah. Refer them to the specialist because you're just a GP. Yeah. You look on the internet for your diagnosis. Exactly, and we can do the same. So, yeah. Show me to this person who actually knows what they're talking about because you don't yeah. know about skin or you don't yeah. know about gynecology or you don't know about dermatitis. You don't know. You just exactly. know as much as me. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, know, you saying that is very interesting. I'm going to try and find the person as well. But um, about this whole thing of specialists, yeah, I had a problem mm. with my scalp. I don't know if you remember years ago, I kept having problems with my scalp. It was very yeah. flamed. It was inflamed. It was yeah. horrible. Couldn't get anything. Couldn't get anything for it. When every time I went to the GP, they offered me some shampoo. It yeah. actually damaged my hair, made it dry, brittle, mm. fall out. And I was thinking, oh, my days, like, this is just going to be forever a process that I just don't want to go through and yeah. it only took for a woman yeah she wasn't black she was oriental and she actually educated on my, she educated me on my skin and how Please. my skin takes the moisture and ever since she told me that and that's through her being so good at science I can now treat my skin and treat my hair and have no problems now and sometimes mm-hmm. it's just things like that you sometimes you don't even need to go to the doctor you, no, you don't. just go to someone from the salon or a spa or something like that, you mm. know, or physio, and they'll be able to tell you what you need without medicine. Because they're the specialists. Or not, there's some very good herbalists out there. Yeah. And, oh, they're yeah. fantastic, honestly. Mm. I think the people okay. you should try first, and it's the herbalists. And um, it's yeah, also I, really try, I wouldn't yeah. go to, if I got ever, God forbid, anything a bit crazy, I wouldn't go to a doctor. I first go to like an alternative doctor, maybe a Chinese yeah. Medicine guy or something. I won't go to. I let them tell me what they what I have first. Then maybe mm-hmm. after I go to the doctors because you can't really trust them. Like I just I want to touch on. 
Um, when I, I remember when I was young, I was uh, when I went to the dentist and they pulled one of my tough teeth. And I remember thinking to myself at that point, because I was, I think my tooth, my gums were bleeding for two days. And I remember thinking oh to myself, God. man, yeah, I remember thinking to myself, wasn't this supposed to sew that up? And and it was only dawn on me the next time I went to the dentist to get a job done and they sold up my gum after. And I was like, hold on, them guys. And I st- I'll never forget that. I was like, it, w- it went straight back to that moment when they pulled my tooth. I was like, they just ripped my tooth out and let me go without yeah, sewing yeah. up my gums or anything. And I was wondering what was, what was that? That was obviously a, a way to probably inflict pain on me without, you know. Yeah, without doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without your knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Unconscious, yeah. Bi- unconscious bias again. Yeah, yeah. they're trying, trying to kill me, man. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. that. I think that, that happens probably a lot, you know. And that's why it's really important that we uh, raise the awareness of black people becoming doctors and, and you know, professionals, police yeah. officers, lawyers, so we can protect our own people. Because when you got these guys yeah. who have got a secret dislike for us, of course, mm-hmm. can, and then we got to go to them and be, you know, Diagnosed by them, of course, they're gonna be like, Oh, yeah, you're dying of hepatitis 10, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, oh. or COVID 20. Yeah, what is, what is that? So, yeah, it's definitely important for that. Um, yeah. I think it's better if you guys ever get sick, man, go go find yourself a black doctor somewhere in the UK or go to America yeah. or Africa. I'll tell you, let me tell you this now, or Cuba. All of you. Listen, back in 1974. My mother was not well for a good while. She kept going to the doctors and they kept sending her home, sending her home, sending her home. And it was only when someone suggested she go to a private African doctor, mm-hmm. she was discovered to have kidney failure, but it was too late at the time when they found out. Yeah. They probably were and injecting back her in kidneys. They, that, probably, they must have known about kidney problems course, back then. Of course, of course. Of course but they let they die, of course. You know how they were back yeah. then. Nothing, yeah. Nothing yeah, to help. The African doctor who told her by then it was too late. That's when yeah. she was rushed straight to the hospital, and within a day or two, she was gone. Yeah. It was too late. Yeah. yeah. Probably given misdiagnosed or everything. Yeah. On yeah. Trust yeah. me, yeah. I can imagine. They got a lot to answer for. I can imagine those guys in the past. Even the, the racist people are still alive now, the old people. You're still, yeah. you know, old and brittle now and walking around and thinking they're going to, you know, go to heaven. Yeah. These guys got a lot to answer for, man. Yeah. yeah, I know yeah. Who you are. I'm coming for you, man. I'm coming for yeah. you guys. If you think you're walking you around, don't worry, free. don't worry. The, 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 the mansions that they're describing, um, Satan's got it waiting for them, yeah, because they've done yeah. a very good job <laughs> again. Get his first class ticket straight to hell, you know. In this case, I hope Satan exists. <laughs> <laughs> and the one time you really hope, yeah, I hope yeah. he exists, yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that was my title. They obviously have no fear of Satan, else they wouldn't do the wicked things no, that no, they do. No, no, they don't. They don't. You know, so that's, that's why a good to end on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can't hear the music. Oh, do you? Oh, you want? Oh, oh, we end. Oh, Wait, there, there okay, we did. Topic went there. There was no, another topic. What's going on? No, you, yeah. took yeah. you took the topic. You know, Travis oh. took the topic. So I says, go on. Oh, okay. I, oh. I didn't know. Yeah. I'm getting more confused and unprofessional on here now. You know. Okay. Come on, where are you? All right, as usual, good old-fashioned black or blue style. How, uh, let's start going around the table. We can start with Pudding, because Pudding was... Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, going to start with me. I want to say, first of all, I want you to look after your body and soul, you know, inner and outer exterior. Um, following up 
about my little story and my experience with my scalp and my skin, I do go to a specialist, the beauty specialist, and she only provides services with um, a science background where she knows her stuff. She won't give you a treatment if it's not suitable for you, if it can put you at risk or at harm. So on Instagram, you can follow freelance underscore beauty underscore specialist from a lovely lady, a lovely service from a lovely lady. Her name's Michelle. So follow her on Instagram. Great. Does she does she um um regrow your sides? <laughs> I think she does do hair things. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, all right, Travis. Travis, yo, Travis, go on, give us a, give us your two cents. Well, I want to say shout out to Maradona. He died yesterday. Why are you shouting out to him then? Because he died yesterday. yesterday. He's not gonna hear you. It's just true, yeah. (laughs) But just it was a great. Um, contributions to football and obviously drugs and drink took him down in the end but to all our listeners don't make drugs and drink techie down it's a nasty thing yeah please stronger than that and power on (laughs) get the help you need we need to really pull through this weird time what we call Covid and the pandemic yeah unfortunately okay Medea Oh, oh you forgot me? Yeah, I said to me. I was going to say, oh, yeah, I was going to say, um, before I say what I was going to say, is there any chance of you coming to um the, the UK in February times at all? January. <laughs> January, February. January. I'll Maybe, actually. Uh, I actually did you get got, run this by Boris, Madea? Actually, to be fair, be fair, I've got... Uh, the middle of January to February off, actually, to the middle of February. I, would, I, I need you, but I'll message you and voice note you afterwards. Uh, anyway, I'd just like to say to all those who are in three tiers, such as myself, those, oh, three, yeah. tier, those three tier cakes taste really nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all I'm actually, actually heard about that today, and I was like, oh. Well, I'm not taking no notice. Ain't nobody taking no notice. I'll tell you with it. He oh, gives you that. <laughs> now we'll close up by saying don't trust your doctors <laughs> yeah oh, wow yeah. alright good night guys good night good night, good night. Good night.